0: Hey, thanks for hanging out. I'm Rachelle Leanne, and you're listening to Thoughts About That. All right, welcome back. I am excited for today, and um I feel like the solo episodes were just a lot harder. So I'm excited to have a guest today. <laughs> um and none other than Deanna Marie. We actually met at Tez Wings getting some grub. And I was like, wait a minute, that ad or the flyer that's on the wall, like that's you, <laughs> you know? And I I, I was like, um, I just took a picture of it. Like I was gonna, you know, promote it and things. And it's you. So I was like, hey, let's connect. Yes. And so here glad. you are. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, you look gorgeous. So that purple is that's your thing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's your thing. Well, you know, I invited Deanna here because we are a space that um like we want to talk about like leisure and fun. But we also talk about things that um, help people feel less alone. Mm. That was one of the biggest reasons why I started this. Um, And so, yeah, I'm great to have you. So tell me what your show that you have coming up at Factory Obscura is about.
1: Okay, so the Deanna Marie experience from the crack house to the opera house blooming from brokenness is um, a collection of stories from our real life. Okay. You know, it's a collection of songs that came from my heart um in in words and you know, it's also um some acting involved, some theatrics. Okay. So it's just a combination of things telling my story mm-hmm. um and helping hopefully helping other people to heal um mm-hmm. from their own. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is this uh so Factory
0: Obscura is a um museum experience type place downtown in Oklahoma City. I know some people are, you know, wondering
1: what day. that is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, and so Deanna is performing there um August 10th through 27th. Yes. And um so go support her. But I love this. So you kind of take you c- kind of take that and you know channel um healing, your own healing, I'm sure, and then helping other people.
1: Yeah, it's been a lot of healing, you know, just doing this process in general. Right. It's just been a lot of healing for me.
0: From the crack house to to the opera house, like, how did this become a thing? Like, how did that become a part of your story?
1: Mm, well, you know, uh, you know, I grew up with two parents on drugs. Okay. And so I was always around it. Are you from Oklahoma City? I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan, Michigan, originally. Okay. But I have moved, I moved to Oklahoma City about 12 years ago. Okay. I came here from, um, to, to pursue uh, my degree in opera performance. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what ended up getting me here. Okay. But what ended up getting me on crack was I think life just beat me down. Mm-hmm. And everybody around me was either using it or selling it. And, you know, in Grand Rapids in Grand Rapids, Mm -hmm. Okay, that's where my family is. And, um, you know, sometimes when you feel alone and you feel like you're the only one not doing something, sometimes we do things to try to fit in Mm -hmm. or sometimes we try we do things to maybe put a bandaid on our problems. You know what I mean? Or for me, part of it was I wanted my mom's attention. Mm -hmm. I had never had it before. Like I yearned it at that point in my life. And I figured if I was doing what she was doing. Mm. I could spend time with her. And she would hear me. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, and she wow. would, yes. Yeah. It's, it's so deep how we think sometimes and how we end up in situations. Well, because situations. we don't know that it's bad. How
0: old were you? When I started? You started? 18. 18. Okay. So you you, you do have an idea that it's not like the best thing, but you still wanted to do it because you wanted time with your mom? Or yeah. did you see it as a bad thing?
1: Oh, oh, yeah, it was a bad thing. I had uh, gone through several foster care okay. um, homes. Okay. And, um, you know, my mom had picked the drugs over us in several situations. Mm-hmm. And it was some sexual abuse involved. And, you know, so I knew it wasn't a good thing. That's deep. But I, I didn't care. I wanted my mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I wanted her attention. Yes. Mind. And I, I yearned for that more than anything. So, did
0: Did she ask you or did you say... Let me get in. Um, no, mm, or did you start like outside of her and then join her? Yes.
1: Okay. B, yes. I started outside of her and then then I joined her and leveled up. Okay. What does leveled up mean? Mm, well, I was first I was smoking corn dogs. And corn dogs is like a joint. You can either use weed or you can use cigarette tobacco. Mm-hmm. And then you crush up the crack cocaine. Or some people sprinkle it with um, cocaine, you know, the powder form, and then they smoke it. Well, my choice was to use tobacco and to um, make a cigarette with crack in it, like a be, laced. Yeah, cigarette. that's why you gotta be careful. Yes, and um, and so um, that was my preference. But when I started using with my mother, she smoked a crack pipe, and the crack pipe is um, is very raw. It's a very you get the drug. It's a, just a different way of using the drug, twenty times more effective and twenty thirty times more addictive. So, mm-hmm. well, because uh, you know,
0: statistics say that crack is so potent that you could get addicted just by one hit. That's what happened. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's what happened. I, I, you know, when I, when you got to get, you know, I guess a hit that's strong enough. And once you do, you, yeah. So, it, it's, yeah. So, you know, the statistics,
0: and I say statistics because it, we just looking at people collectively, right? I think it's like, you know, one in 12 men will get addicted. We're talking any substance. Sure. And then one in 25 women.
1: Mm.
0: Um, so I remember I worked a while back at the Department of Mental Health and I was a part of like um, I got helped with the suicide prevention um, committee yeah. committee okay. um, and just got, you know, a lot absorbed a lot of information I've also had my own mental health, you know, journey. Mm -hmm. But I remember one time the former commissioner, Terry White, we were all sitting around a table. She was doing a presentation and she she was like she tried to like humanize addiction and explain it scientifically. Okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, 10 of us could all be sitting here having dinner and we try wine For the first time, Mm -hmm. and one will get addicted, or get addicted, meaning they are chemically inclined to keep going. Mm -hmm. Okay, everybody else they've tried it, but it's gone through their system, and it's you know, it's like I'll have wine again. Maybe I'm not thinking about it. The one that is chemically inclined, they're thinking about it, it's the urge is there, and so. That helped me because I have addiction in in my family and we do know that we are predispositioned, We do know that there are other factors, there's trauma, there's all these things. So do you feel like or do you believe that no matter if it runs in your family or not, no matter if you've had trauma, you know, extensively or not, if you try crack, for the first time, you could get addicted without any of those factors.
1: Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. If, if you're human and you have uh, problems or if you have fears or insecurities or it takes away all of that. Really? All that. You feel invincible. Like you have a superpower. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be straight up. No, you I want you mean? to be. I want you like, to be. That's well, what we are here. Yeah, you know, it's, it's one of the most amazing feelings that I've had. To be honest with you. And I've heard that. Oh, it's true. Um, but however, it's very short. Oh, it's very, very short. Like 15 and you're to 20 minutes. Sometimes it depends on what you get, but you just kind of keep going anyway. I mean, it depends on how addictive your personality is. So, addictive personalities, right? Mm-hmm. It's totally a thing.
0: Obviously, we're all addicted to our phones. So, that's a oh, right. common addiction that we have. But, yes. but addictive personalities, I mean, I. I definitely feel like that way with certain things. Um, Have you felt that way with anything else in your life,
1: even people? Um, It just depends. I think uh, we all get addicted. I try to make sure at this time in my life, at this point, to have balance with everything. What does balance look like? Um, d- doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You mm. know what I mean? Yep. Just, just enough of this and that. And sometimes, you know, to make sure I get my meditation in and make sure I get my exercise in and make sure I just sit and do nothing. I love to daydream. I love to moon gaze. I love mm. to sun gaze. You know, so give myself a moment to breathe and to do the things that I know that feeds me. Mm-hmm. It's very important that I do that. It's very important. For me and everybody around me, because if I don't, I'm a different person. You know what I mean? And I work very hard to be a light. You know what I mean? Especially through the darkness, through the darkness that I have experienced right. in my life. And so um, I wanted to touch on something else that you said okay. about addiction. So growing up with two parents on drugs, I was very different as a child. And I observed a lot of things, a lot of things that probably a lot of adults were going through or in. And I don't know if they ever stopped to even see it. Mm-hmm. But what I've come up with is everybody's addicted to something. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I mean. Oh, and definitely. so I never say, "Oh, you know, my thing is now." What's your choice? What you addicted what's to? You what's your vice? Yeah, what's you true? know, yeah. it could be porn. It could be they say uh, statistically, we're talking about statistics that the number one drugs drug in the world is sugar. Yeah, more addicting yeah. than heroin, crack, and all the rest of it. You know what I mean? And it, um, so I this what makes sure I make sure like I never judge people. Yeah. Because we're all addicted to something and we like to put labels on it and then stick people in corners and in boxes. boxes it, yeah. And say, oh, no. Oh, they're addicted to. I'm like, well, what are you addicted to? Because mm-hmm. that's 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 one of my lead questions that I ask people, just especially if I think they're judging. And a lot of people don't realize. Do you feel like I was judging? No. OK. Oh, no. Not okay. at all. No, you asking me. You just asking me. OK, I just I want this
0: to be safe. And I, I Ooh, you know, yeah. I don't I don't. There may be some things. One of the reasons I was scared to start a podcast was because, you know, saying something you can't take back. Sure. But I'm learning. I'm just like we all are. And that's what this is for. Yeah,
1: that's what it's about. No, it's a lot of times people judge and they don't even realize it. They don't. I do it sometimes, too, Mm -hmm. with certain things. Oh, I didn't mean to. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I just, and I know maybe somebody out there might be listening that, and they have a family member that's on drugs mm-hmm. or they have, um, they have a drug addiction themselves and they're beating themselves up or, um, they're listening to other people. You should just quit. Why don't you stop? What? Right. And they have no idea what this battle is. Mm-hmm. And so I always like to remind people, just in case someone's out there listening, um, that, which is so many people are listening, right? (laughs) Hi, y'all. But (laughs) (laughs) that we, you know, we can't judge a book by its cover. And um, unless you're going through that journey yourself, Mm -hmm. then how do you know? Mm -hmm. There's a line in my show. And when I first hit the crack pipe Mm. um, and I inhaled, you get high on the exhale. So once you exhale, the, all the things that that starts happening, yes. And when I first did that, my first time, I was sitting across from my mother, and I was holding it. In. I was holding it because I had been out of drugs for a while, and I really wanted this. You thing, want you the know. feeling, yeah, I did. And then I blew it out, and I don't know what I was like. This is way better than anything I've ever had, you know. But my thought, following that thought, was I understood my mother. I understood the foster care. I understood the sexual abuse. I understood the neglect. I understood and I carried hatred in my heart for her for my whole life. And it was wiped away right then. Wiped away. Wiped, gone. Clean as snow. Gone. People
0: sometimes I feel like say that about experiences with like shrooms. Like they have these, you know different experiences and come out of the trip and you know they see things differently Sure. how would you um say like seeing things differently wiped away what did that change like what what did what did that change like it dropped what the burden
1: of anger anger of hatred of of confusion Mm -hmm. you know um and that's heavy it's very. A good. lot of people don't understand if you are angry at someone or you resent them or for whatever reason, it's heavy and it weighs on your soul. Mm-hmm. And I think my soul was lighter in that yeah. moment, you know? Yeah. I really under, oh, this is totally worth it. F- oh, I don't know if I can swear. You anyway. can. Oh, fuck them kids. Yeah. That's, what, that's what, you know what I mean? Like, right. I get it. I got it. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Oh. And so all my life... Do you have kids? No. Okay. But uh, all my life, my mom, all her family would judge her. You know what I mean? And outside people and, you know, um, and they had no room because they had no idea of the journey, what it's, what it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I, uh, you know, I I I'm from New Orleans. I grew up, you know around all kinds of things um that was definitely one that you know was right down the street and it was just a normal thing that we talked about but we didn't um we did judge you know my I learned judgment from my parents and the adults that I was around and um you know I was in the suburbs and I before i moved to this area and i you know there's just some things you just don't see anymore mm-hmm. and when i moved back to the when i moved to the city like i started you see more people experiencing homelessness and i know it i know it sounds crazy but i i didn't really go anywhere you know yeah. when i was there and so now it's like just in your face all the time
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i saw this meme on facebook that said that you know we judge But they don't have shelter to experience their crises, their mental health explosions or episodes.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It happens in front of everyone. And so, of course, people are like, oh, they're this or they're that. But we don't get to see behind closed doors when I'm losing my shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I'm struggling. And so I thought that was just a game changer for me um, because what would I feel like? What would that be like if I
1: experienced my crises in front of the world? Yeah, yeah. To see. Right. And half of it would, would weigh on you and it weighs on a lot of people because it's in front of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so often we give so many other people our power. We we what, what they think, what they might think, what they might not think. It's, again, just burdens that are just burdens. heavy, you know? Right. And... Um, I'm just so glad I'm free from that. I you you seem so free. Like there's like.
0: this like <laughs> I can't explain it. It's like uh like a I don't know just like a Mandela aura around you where you just kind of like I'm
1: high on life, bitch. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like who needs you, you know? I yeah, feel that <laughs> once you once you love who you are. Like straight up and what you and, and you're not even judging yourself okay. what you're going through right. and you 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 um take your lemons and you make some lemonade and you sip on that shit, you know what I mean? Right. And you learn to enjoy, it, like man, this is all right. How how do you feel like
0: you know you cope to not go back? Do you feel like that is ever a fear of yours? No. Wow. No, that is powerful. No.
1: Not at all. Not at all. No, because I know that it was my divine purpose to go through that. Really? Oh, I know. For a fact. Yes. I, I needed to because if it wasn't for that, it was when I woke up clean. Okay. L- literally. Um, my parents, my aunt, my, some of my uncles, you know, they're they're clean. They got their life back because yeah. they saw, oh that wait, this possible. is possible. And that that was worth everything i would easily go back in the fire just to trade to make sure that they have some life cuz their life was not their own that's very um
0: selfless that's very like to think that you would you know when you're experiencing pain mm-hmm. i remember when i was experiencing like heavy heavy ass mental anguish mm-hmm. and just heavy depression mm-hmm. And sometimes I wonder like what part of it was trauma and what part of it was me denying myself. Mm-hmm.
1: Probably oh. more of that than anything. This it's so deep. It's so it's deep. It's so deep. Cause it now so is your fault. You know? Oh my goodness, it's my fault. It is. So I yeah. and,
0: and see, I never looked at it that way. Mm-hmm. I never did. Yes. But people keep telling me, Oh, you're you're brighter, you're you're livelier, you look and mm-hmm. you can't fake that. Never. So I remember I would call my mom. You know, and I would be like crying, like struggling with unaliving thoughts, all the things. And um, she would be like, I wish I could take it away. Like, I wish I could go through it for you. And that mother's love, like, I would get so annoyed. I'd be like, mama, stop. Like, I I know, but you can't. So that's not a solution. Like, I would get frustrated. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you say that you would go through it again just so someone else could experience any life. chance
1: life at life. Yeah. That's powerful. Oh, totally would. I would never, all of it, every single thing I've gone through, I would do it again. Because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be the woman who I am today. All the experiences, all the things that I've seen and, um, and done and have gone through has really, really been a blessing to me and to so many other people. It's been a blessing to me. Oh, thank you. And you to me, you know? And so it's all about, I'm able to see people for who they are, Mm -hmm. not for what they um, want other people to see. Mm -hmm. And I, through all of my trauma, I hope to um, provide a space of comfort, Mm -hmm. of Mm non-judgment, so people can just open up and be themselves. And Mm -hmm. People just tell me all kinds of things every day it is it's not um it's not a random thing it just happens and I feel like I'm like a, a bus stop or mm-hmm. um or a, a hospital for the sick. people mm-hmm. can come in and to my spiritual hospital and 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 plug into my i v get well, mm-hmm. and then they leave you know what I mean and that's kind of how I see my life through my just my life period and my yeah in my placement you know would um how long were,
0: how long were you using? Five years. Five years. Mm-hmm. Five well, long years. Five long years. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have, like,
1: friends or it was just your mom? Uh, it, uh, We had some friends. I don't know if we, we would call them friends. You know what, right, what I'm right, saying? Sure. But, but people yeah, that you hung out with. Yes, but any of my friends or family before that, I, they they were gone. I didn't have anybody. And from the first year, um, I got high by myself. My mom, nobody knew, and so I was in an enclosed apartment, and I hid it. I went to college. I went to work, um, and I was addicted to crack.
0: Wow, did anyone ever like ask you like did they ever notice anything different like they they feel like you know how judge Mathis when he mm-hmm. it was a oh an episode, and he was just like, I can't remember exactly how he said, but you know, you don't crack. You you you. Did anybody ever look at you and be like, "What's going on?" Mm. Or feel like they can see anything on the outside because oh. you were doing regular life? Yeah,
1: yeah. I had a couple people, and I'm I'm not um I'm gonna touch on it because it's in it's in the show, but okay, sure, I'm gonna sure. tell me. you two people that looked at me and said it, and I'm like, oh, one of them was my English professor.
0: Uh-uh. When I was. Mm. Well, I'm sure th- he probably saw so many, you know, students coming to what school did you no, go to? No,
1: he didn't. Okay. Look, I'm like, no, what it was was I decided. He was on it. Nope. I decided to get high while I was in school oh. on my break. Oh. And I changed. You see what I mean? He yeah. saw me change from one person to so the right. other. Right. So that's what that was like, red flag, right? And then one time I went to um, jail for parking tickets. Okay. And I had never got pulled over before. So wow. I figured, I knew it was a mistake, you know, and I got there and it wasn't parking tickets and I did end up going to jail, but the judge told me, oh, I knew you you, you got some problems and you need a break. And mm, what's so that deep? That was so compassionate. Oh, it, to me it was, you know. Because Judge Mathis was not
0: compassionate. Ah. Uh. He saw mm-hmm. them, he saw himself in them. But I feel like that was a m-
1: way more kind and compassionate thing to say, or you yeah. know what I mean. I I totally do. Um, what's crazy is I had prayed and prayed and prayed. Look, if you're real, if you look, I need a break. I don't have any control. You need a release. I need it. Yeah, and I swear to goodness, the next next couple days I was in jail, and so I said this was my prayer answered. I mm-hmm. knew it. So many times it gave me relief. Oh, I knew. Yeah, and I knew that it was directly from what I had asked out loud, you know what I mean? And so often we we pray, we meditate, we ask for things that we want or we, or we, or we think we need or we feel that we need. But when it comes, um, it's often not in the way that we see it or that we saw it and we don't recognize it mm-hmm. as the blessing that it is right. because it's like, no, I asked to win the lottery and I need money now. Actually, you don't really need the money right now because if you had what you're asking for, you wouldn't know how to handle it. So sometimes we have to just go through a little detour right. to get to the prize, whatever that is for each individual, right. you know?
0: Mm-hmm. What, what do you feel like the biggest challenges you faced in those five years?
1: Ooh, the biggest... um, The biggest challenge, I think, was to not be in control. Mm-hmm. You know, to feel like this little white pebble was controlling me. I didn't have, I woke up, I went to sleep, every, every, it I, it was, okay, well, how can, what can I do to get this next? Who can I trick? You know, what can I steal? And I don't, I don't lie. Like, I don't even feel, I'm a terrible liar. Right. That's why I just tell the truth. So, and some people Absolutely. don't like it because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't like that or whatever. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Um, and I don't, and it's just out of my character. I wouldn't steal a bubble gum. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you left 10 cents. You right. know, I'm one of those. Um, but, yeah, it turned into a whole other. It was a whole different thing. Whole different thing.
0: So you're in a relationship. I am. And she's here. She is.
1: <laughs> Liz. Hi, Liz. Hi. Y'all can't,
0: y'all can't see Liz, but Liz is, everybody needs a Liz, oh, yeah. is what Deanna <laughs> said. Yes, it is. They do. <laughs> I
1: they love do. it. <laughs> Did you meet her after? I did. Okay. Literally right after. Couple Literally right after. A couple years after. Did, But it's still, the, the wound was fresh. Yeah, right. So fresh. how was that? Uh, it was good. We met in college. And were you dating during college? I was. Yep. Yeah, I was dating and I had uh, the person that I was with at the time. Um, I was, I had just gotten clean. We were together and I was getting high while I was at her house. She wasn't getting high. I was. And then I got clean and then I met Elizabeth in college.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, What was that like for you, Liz? Like meeting her freshly into
2: recovery Um, and dating her? Deanna back then was different. You know, she... She has all of this confidence and all of this um very high self-esteem mm-hmm. and she's this love and light energy. And she's always been this love and light energy. She's always been all of that. But and y'all have been together for 19 years. Nineteen years. Like, yes. That's wow. like eighty thousand in, in relationship years. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Um, but back then she um she hid that part of herself as much as she could for a long time. You know, if you're this person and you're ashamed of who that person, you know, of who you used to be and you're ashamed of that, then that's not something you're running to tell people or running to let people experience about yourself. Right. Um. So I didn't um find that out immediately, you know, and, and it's not something you could look at her and see. Okay. It's not something that you could be around her and feel. She's always been this, how she then. looks like how she is on the inside now. You oh, know man. what I mean. Um, I love that. So um, it took it took some time for her to feel safe enough to so be you, able to talk about all. So of that.
0: you didn't say like
2: on a date. Mm, when how did did, about you? how long was it
0: before you disclosed? Ooh, I can't that's even really remember. question.
2: Um, I don't know. Um, probably not. Not too long, because wow. when we first got together, her mother was still using. Okay. And so it probably came out in, you know, conversations about that and, and some of the experiences. I remember times where, you know, her sister would call and be like, okay, we have to go get mom. Mm-hmm. She's somewhere and I need to go find her, you know, and I would like, she would like be with me. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? Okay. I didn't, um... Not that I never seen, you know, drugs or someone addicted to a drug, but I wasn't around it. I didn't have that same environment. So it was all new to me, you know. And so I'm just um, a very loyal person, you know. And so Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be the person, the safe zone, the Mm -hmm. comfort zone. She didn't have a spot, a person, a place where it was solely for her good. And Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Did that ever deter you? Did you feel like any type of
0: like, you know, um, caution or like fear of continuing once you found out?
2: I didn't. It's like, it's, it's just kind of how like she says she doesn't, she doesn't, you know, worry about ever going back. She didn't have that worry and I didn't have that worry. You know, I didn't take that on. She didn't have that. So there's no need for me to take that on.
0: Uh, you know absolutely absolutely um i i think that's beautiful like especially like you know codependency and mm-hmm. like taking on each other's problems and mm-hmm. things like that it sounds like you you have even though you spend a lot of time together like you have like mm-hmm. that separate you know mm-hmm. those separate buckets of you have your life we just coexist mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um can you share like any you know practices or rituals that have become essential parts of
1: like your daily routine. um well, like I think I mentioned earlier, I, I meditate meditate and um, and you go to the gym I quite a bit. I like the gym. I like you, to work out. um I love to be physical. I just you know do do you pray? I do I do. I think it's a difference between prayer and meditation mm-hmm. um and I do both. You Know regularly, it has to be. I, I pull um angel oracle cards, mm-hmm. I um journal, mm-hmm. um, I sing, you know what I mean, and I laugh a lot. I mean, belly laugh, oh, every day from when we wake up, it's a joke, something's happening in the door, and so it's a lot of laughter. I cried for most of my life, mm-hmm. um, and so, oh, wow, uh, that just yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's a, it's one of the lyrics to one of my songs, um, most of my life I've cried, you know. And so now I laugh for no reason. Nobody has to join me. You don't have to come in. You don't have to be there. I will walk in somewhere just cracking up. No, don't worry about it. It's just funny, you know. And I find joy in everything. This is crazy. I can't believe I ran out of gas. Or do you know I peed a little bit? You know what I mean? Or whatever. I'm like, that's crazy. Or whatever. Whatever it is, you know? Um, I'm able to, I've learned that things are happening for me, not to me. Are you are do you still
0: do you struggle with depression or anxiety at all?
1: Um, sometimes I'm I'm high strung a little bit, a little bit of perfectionist, you know what I mean? So sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if it's gonna be right, you know? Um, but not, not to
0: where you can't get out of bed for days. No, uh-uh. I got
1: to go. You got to go. I got things you gotta keep to keep
0: Yeah. You know, I find with addictive personalities, um, you know, I've I, one of the one of the show that I watched on Netflix, Feel Good. Um, with May. I can't think of her name, but she has a, a Netflix stand-up. Um, and I was listening to her on another podcast and she talked about addictive behaviors. Um, but the show that she has on Netflix in AA, they when when they would go to AA, you know, AA t- talks about like you know staying busy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like stay busy. And I found that I use that with grief. So I lost my mom back in October of last year. But even thank you. But even before that, I really wanted to stay busy. I just didn't have the energy to. So now. It's stay busy mode. Like, I just put my dog down on Friday.
1: Mm.
0: And... How are you? I'm, I'm fine. Okay. But it feels weird to be okay. Sure. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. when you said you've cried all your life, mm-hmm. I've literally cried all of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm a, I'm a sensitive person, but, like, mm-hmm. now I cry for f- beautiful things. I still cry. Yeah, I still have pain. I understand. But I do cry for beautiful things.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Of course I do. And
0: that was just big to me, staying busy and not feeling guilty for staying busy. Because we do talk about, like, rest being important and us, you know, not letting, being the strong Black woman, we need to rest. But staying busy is to our benefit. You know, in a way,
1: yeah. And it, it, I think it depends on what the busy. What are you busy doing? You see, busy, what,
0: what what about working on your craft? What about
1: it, it could be that, but a lot of times where I've gotten the most bang for my buck. I'll hmm. speak for myself as wow. far as life and and my wisdom and. Um, uh, my creativity is really sitting and doing nothing. Because, really? Yeah. Because if you're too busy, or if you're running all the time, you can't hear the whispers of God, the universe, you know, spirit, Creator, whoever, right? whoever whatever, whatever your name is, you know, you can't, it, it comes in whispers. Hey, go over there. Mm-hmm. Talk to this person. Mm-hmm. Hang that right. You part. know, and it's like, oh, okay. Oh, all right. So it's important even to not be busy in your mind, because I get downloads for people all the time. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to tell you what I got for you. But mm. Um, it's, uh, it's it's crazy how when you're centered and you're quiet and your, your, your spirit is centered, you'd be surprised what happens, what you can hear, what you can do. Mm -hmm. And, and I believe that if we sat more and allowed ourselves to imagine like children Mm -hmm. and felt heard and understood what it is that we really want, what we really Mm -hmm. want, you know, um, then I think uh, life will be better for everybody. And you can only do that if you still. What do you feel like you really want? Um, to fulfill my job in this lifetime, to use my voice to help raise the consciousness of humanity. Mm-hmm. That's what I really want, to be used in that capacity. And that's what I'm doing. And that's what you're doing. Yeah.
0: I think that's, I think that's amazing. Some
1: people never really know or learn what motivates them. You know or, why? Tell me. Because they're busy. They're busy. They're They're listening to other people, places, and things, and they're not sitting in the grass listening to their self. Mm -hmm. Their higher self tell them, guide them. So we spend time, and I did it myself. This is how I know. This is like, oh, I'm supposed to sit here. Mm -hmm. You know, I was kind of made to sit down. I was doing everything, and I'm I'm gonna try it, and maybe I should try this, and ooh, ooh, I should do it this or that, and it never was what I was supposed to do, but I Mm -hmm. thought that's what it was supposed to do. So the energy and the time wasted in doing what I thought I wanted instead of being guided to what I needed. Those are two very different things. Mm-hmm. So I think one should ask themselves, are they um, wasting their time trying to figure things out? Because if from my perspective, that's not your business. What are you supposed to be doing? What do you need to do? What is, um, I ask every day, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? Mm-hmm. And to whom? So now I don't just open my mouth and talk to everybody. Cause see, the gift, the gifts that I have, things come in for everybody that I meet. But only those who I'm guided to speak to, I say something to. So now I feel so much better. I'm not wasting my energy. Okay. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I know that's right. Uh-huh. I I um I think
0: this has just been like so great. I um I feel like it's inspirational, but being in your presence is just more, you know, inspirational because I can see your face light up. Mm-hmm. I could see, I could feel your energy. So it's like the way you found meaning and purpose after such a crazy, difficult, traumatic journey mm-hmm. is just beautiful, you know, and, and encouraging. Um, I've, I've loved having you here. I, hope that people that are here in oklahoma city will go see your show um i want to hear more about your story i think um like what you've been able to just like create for yourself is amazing thank you you know thank
1: you, you know? do you do you work a regular job no this no is that i going? retired no, uh, I tell everybody I retired. Um, I got my first full time job when I was 12 mm-hmm. and I got my first apartment then as well. I turned 13 probably two weeks after I got my first apartment. And so I've been working on my life, too. My whole life I've been working already, you know. Um, and so I have my times where it's been difficult, you know, Um, it, it, you know, on this journey financially. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It's part of my journey, too, because this is this is how I look at it. You don't
0: expect to be rich. Of course I do. Okay,
1: I've already been many times. You know what I mean? In this lifetime or another. I I feel it. It's a thing. Yeah. 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 But can you handle it? Is it time? And at, at the time you know, not long I mean, some years ago, but I was very angry with my family for not supporting me. I was angry at sometimes just people around me because I'm like, why won't people just support each other? And I see things very differently than most people see things. And so I was just, just angry, I think, you know what I mean? And just very resentful of people. Um, money wise, see, I, what I wanted to do was aim to be wealthy first, wealthy in my spirit, Wealthy in what I give people. So when people can feel my energy, when 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 I come in the room or when I'm in a space that something changes, something's different. To get that, I had to not be rich. I had to be cash poor. See, and a lot of people were looking for money will change you. Mm-hmm. Having it, having the ability to do what you want to do when you want to do it. A lot of people want that, but it, it's a time for it. You know, and and I know that I was being prepared for such a time as this, because um, if I had the money too soon, I would have lost my soul. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm 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 important to the world. And so I have to I had to experience many things that other people have experienced that I've never experienced before. Um, And that was, um, you know, in, in not having money was one of those things yeah. and it was one of the best experiences ever because I saw things I saw people that I probably wouldn't have never even had the chance never to. never you know yeah. Mm-hmm. so who's
0: your biggest spiritual teacher
1: you know I listen to Abraham Hicks I, a lot I already know yeah I, I f- can hear it. yeah I feel that's how I feel I'm more yeah. like them gotcha. you know I really do I was like, oh, that, that, yeah. I'm them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, and I so, yep. Yeah. And so that's, yeah. So that's probably, yeah, been who I listen to a lot. And mm-hmm. just over the years lately, especially during my transformation, you know, I, ah, I had to find people that speak my language. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I said, oh, now that's what I'm talking about right mm-hmm. there, you know? And so, yeah. I could tell so. you listen to Abraham,
0: I was going to say that first. Really? But I, yeah.
1: I love that. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: Listen to them this morning. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, yes, so so what would you tell somebody, you know, that is where you were during those five years?
1: And so many people are, and they don't know it because they don't have to be drugs. Right. It could be just, what am I going to do with my life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what is my purpose here? Mm-hmm. It, it's that right there. That is what causes you to do drugs, or like I'm worthless, you know what I mean? Or, um, so I would tell someone, um, take advantage of the time that you have sitting there doing nothing because so a lot of people think it's doing nothing, really, you're being reconstructed, you're being prepared for what it is your heart is desiring, what it is you're asking for. And a lot of times, people think that's in movement, but I'm telling you, stillness speaks have volumes. You, have you heard of Trisha Hersey with the Nat Ministry?
0: Um, it's it, you, you look her up. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to you on Instagram. But uh, she's all about rest and liberation. And, you know, black women used mm-hmm. to be thrown in jail for not working. And so her whole ministry ministry, not, you know, religious mm-hmm. r- related, but mm-hmm. is talking um, to, to black women and telling us to sit the hell down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but many people
1: feel like they can't rest.
0: Uh Uh-huh. That's true. What do you, what would
1: you say to them? This is the thing. This is the thing. I tell people all the time, if you do nothing else but meditate, you can, for today, throw the rest of the day away. I can't breathe without that. And a lot of people out here not breathing because they haven't found, they don't, they don't understand that it's in that five or 10 minutes. I take some hours myself, but you you get there, you know. I start with thirty seconds, and now I'm like, I can just travel for hours. It's no problem, but wow. because that's that's where I get my answers. I don't have to work hard. Things come to me. Mm, I know that's right. When we ran into each other, things come to me, mm-hmm. literally all the time. All the time. And only in my stillness, I ask for these things. Okay, I want. You know what I really like? I like boxes. I like boxes, and I want. I want my living room filled with boxes because I like to open boxes. What is our living room filled with? Packages. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Did did we buy them? No. Okay, you understand? Oh yeah. Okay. So that, if you can do that, what are you working for? Why are you working hard for? I'm looking, I'm looking at everybody else like y'all crazy. Like for real? Mm-hmm. You know, but they don't know. They don't know the secret. You know, the secret's been hidden very well from us mm-hmm. to literally sit and imagine. And start talking to people about what it is that you don't even see yet. You know what I'm going to do? Because that's kind of how this show came about. Mm-hmm. I was talking to people about this show for years. Mm. Wasn't even there. And then somebody, when it was time, they came to me.
0: Mm. That's powerful.
1: And said, oh, I know. I'm supposed to help you get your story out. And my response was, oh, I was waiting on you. Okay, what well, took you so long? We got work to do. Right. Because I already knew the order was up. Order up, ding.
0: Okay. Do you feel like people around you feel like you talk crazy? Like that you're just too positive or too... Like there's something...
1: Yeah. They did for a long time. They don't anymore. Mm. You know? They did for a long time, which stopped me from... I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to tell people. I'm like, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to model. I'm going to sing on my own show. They're like, girl, bye. Pick one. Right. I've done them all. <laughs> <laughs> you. you know what I mean? Right. And so now... They're sitting back in awe. And it's so funny because y'all could have been on this journey with me because I could show you how to do it, too. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so what I had to do was cut everybody off that didn't agree with what I was saying, because it's the agreement that that makes the magic happen. It's the it's the co-creation. Yeah. It's somebody saying, you know what? I do believe that Mm -hmm. you're going to do that. Thank you. That's Mm -hmm. all I need. Mm -hmm. That's all I need. And Mm -hmm. then you go talk to the next person and the next person. So now, when thousands of people agree with you, that is more power. That is, it's power. Mm -hmm. That's the power you need. But a lot of people keep their dreams to themselves or they don't openly talk about what it is they want mainly because they're afraid of somebody going to judge them. That's what it really is. But, you know, when you start talking about things in the unseen that you can't see and that you want and that you just feel is going to happen, I just know it. And people are like, how are you going to do that? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea, but I know I am. And I'm so excited, you know, and um, Mm -hmm. that's just where I live. You know, whatever I want, I just kind of call it to me. I love that. So you don't feel
0: like you're struggling?
1: You know, sometimes I do. (laughs) Um, But it's just a moment. I have my moments. You know what I mean? Yep. But I stand strong in knowing in who I am.
0: And it won't stay this way.
1: Mm-mm, no, it just gets better from here. Like I said, it ha- it's happening for me, mm-hmm. not to me. Life, these experiences that I've experienced um, and that I am still experiencing is not just for me. It's for the world at large. Right. And I know that. So right. I just be like, OK, another storm. All right. Let's go, but they
0: don't last. Um, that,
1: that and I get matter. a medal of honor. So I, if I had badges, like I'd be covered in them. And so I'm, I'm honored to, to be able to be on the front line for humanity. That's mm-hmm. my job. You know what I mean? And I, I've always cherished that. And I, and even more so now. I said, okay, I get it. So now I know when I meet someone, ah, oh, I went through that for you. I understand mm-hmm. what you're going through. Right. And whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And that can
0: be healing in, in and of itself. Um, how did you get out? How did you start? Like you said, you woke up clean. What does that mean?
1: Uh, one day I, uh, went to sleep after weeks of being out on a drug bench. Um, while I was getting high, I was like, man, I need some smoking my crack cause I was not go. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. In between puffs. I'm, <laughs> I don't know if you're there. <laughs> I need you. I don't, you know, and, um, I went to sleep, passed out, and um, I woke up and the taste was out of my mouth. The -hmm. very desire was gone and I never did it again. That's what I mean. Have people told you they didn't believe you when you said that? Oh, it makes me no difference. I don't even pay attention. I don't know. You know what I mean? But but not really. I think um, I'm at a place in my life and in who I am, people just believe me. Cause I ain't gonna lie to kick it. They just believe me. They just believe. Yeah, you know they yeah, just know oh, she's not gonna lie to me. Right,
0: straight up, straight like yeah. that. Yeah, up. Well, I I just loved having this conversation with you. One of the, having a podcast is something that I I don't take lightly because I just get to hear parts of people's stories and um, I just I love it. Like I wish it could be
1: a thing. So so what do you what is, what is you wish what is, what is this
0: what is um, what do you want i want to be um doing a nationally syndicated podcast um and I want to write a book
1: okay when's your book going to be done uh, i don't know let's set a date let's set a date when is it going to be done And it's okay. I'm gonna let you think about that. And I'm going to tell you a lot of times when we say we're going to try to do something or I'm going to do something. And I've done it so long with my weight. That's fine. Um, And, uh, you know, if we don't set a date, sometimes it's it's difficult to um, find the motivation to do it. Because when I first started my book and it's not finished yet, I was like, oh, my God, I've never written over 20 pages. You know what I mean? I'm not even about to. do. I can't even do this. But I asked for help. See, we forget to ask, well, you I, know, and I'm not saying that you're not, no, no, not no. you know, I, not at all. Because I've definitely
0: done it, but stopped, stopped. And the reason being is because I, uh that doesn't come naturally to me. More talking comes naturally. I to understand. Me. So that's why I would love to just have, I love to be like a, you know, Andy Martinez and just talking to
1: people about real life. Yeah, like, I love that. So I agree with you. Gonna you are
0: going to do that. Thank you. That's so great. It. I'm
1: just so like honored to be You all famous and stuff yes. and you are just all over the world. This is, come on. And I get to be on here before that even happens. Like, don't forget me. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> don't forget the little people. No, never. It would be, it would, it would be dope. It's I mean, going to be. It's, it's going, going to be. To be yes. Dope. Use your words. It's going to be so powerful. Yes. And I have so many people
0: <laughs> believing, yep. but it's just. In agreeing. In agreeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, thank you, Liz. Thank you. You're you're the the greatest. You know, yes. I wouldn't even say sidekick because you right. you do all the things, <laughs> all the things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, thank you for hanging out and listening. Um, I would really, really appreciate it if you are local. You know, go out on a date with your partner. Go see. Deanna's show at Factory Obscura coming up Uh, follow her on uh, Instagram yes at official Deanna Marie and uh, check her out look at her stories Um, and you know I I'm just really glad that she took the time to speak with me today I'm so glad I'm so glad I had some good nuggets thanks for hanging out thoughts about that was brought to you by the Possibilities Podcast Platform.